On this week's episode of Bungalore in the Bus, we talk about cat circuses, Orlando Fringe Theater Festival, and the Confederate statue moving to Greenwood Cemetery. Thanks again for joining us on Bungalore and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Bus Decker. John the Bus Bus Decker. Ooh. And I'm Brendan the Bungalore O'Connor. <laughs> Coming to you live from Virginia Drive, the heart of hashtag Ivan Hood. That's right. Yeah. We are we are at the venue today because the, and that's not just being vague. It's actually what it's called. <laughs> it's it's the venue. Yeah. It's, the, it's that little weird warehousey space. It's directly across from the Hideaway Bar, and we're here because it is the week of the. International, how do you always say Orlando International Fringe Theater Festival. Orlando International Theater Fringe Festival. Did I get that right? No, but we (laughs) just call it Fringe. That's what all us fringers call it. Yeah, we took the show on the road again this week. Because we do that. And we are are actually right next to the road. We're sitting outside. On the road again. (laughs) I just can't wait to get on the road again. We are sitting outside. With John Bustecker (laughs) and Brendan O'Connor. The venue at one of these picnic tables. And uh, we're excited for Fringe. Yeah, what is Fringe? What is Fringe? It's a good question. It's a huge Fringe festival. Can I say that? It's a theater festival here in downtown Orlando. They take over Lock Haven Park and all the entities. That's uh, for those of you who don't know what the entities are. It's all those arts venues. So Orlando Museum of Art, Orlando Repertory Theater, Orlando Shakespeare Theater Festival Theater. (laughs) And then, uh, and actually they just took over the little firefighting museum in the back oh too. i like that yeah that's they're gonna have a little kids festival back there on the so weekends the, the festival's in its what 20 something year 22 23 right. it's up there it's the longest running yeah longest running unjuried fringe festival one of the largest in the country in the world in the, one of the largest yeah. yes they call it the gay fringe <laughs> i don't call it that that's why on the circuit the if you, you talk to, to the fringers it, on the circuit they're like there's a lot of stuff happening there that's okay uh yeah, I didn't say it wasn't. I didn't either. Well, <laughs> you're bringing a lot of baggage to this, John Bustecker. But there's all these different shows. Some, I think more than 120 different theater productions. I feel like there's 300. No, I think that's way too many. I'm sure many. there's like a bulb out in the... We'll look at we'll it. We'll figure it out. But there's a lot. Over so 100. There's, there's something for everybody from... G to OMG. That was, that was their last year motto. I don't think that's their motto this year. So, yeah, it's going to be great. They're taking over all these different venues. It's for two different weeks. <laughs> we have some fans Very right excited now. to go I to Fringe. the world-famous Emily Allen just walked by. <laughs> Emily Allen? Oh! <laughs> so for two weeks, uh, you can catch all these different shows. Yeah, and so the Fringe Festival downtown, it's, it's pretty easy. All you got to do, you got to buy a Fringe button. That's how you do this. You got to buy a button. You get a button for 10 bucks. 10 bucks. And With it comes step one. a program. Then you get a program. Choose and circle all your favorite ones that you want to go to. And These... Usually it's kind of a crapshoot at the beginning. You really don't know what's good and bad. You just kind of go based on the summary of the It's play. Fringe theater, people. So not yeah. everything's going to be like a knock out of the park. Yeah. There's going to be some weird ones. There's going to be a lot of weird ones. Embrace the weird. Yeah, but it's fun. That's sort of the fun yeah, of it's it. It's all crazy. So 
then you just kind of show up and then you and the tickets you have to get separately so the money from the buttons goes to the festival the money from the tickets goes directly to the performers and usually the shows are like eight or nine bucks and yeah. they last maybe an hour 75 minutes at the most so if it's terrible you only got to wait an hour but if it's great <laughs> you know it's an hour Fall asleep. So. if yeah. you leave make sure you if you have to go to the bathroom you have to go first because they don't let you back yeah. in they don't mess around that's you know what that's one of my favorite things about the fringe <laughs> festival if it says it starts at 5 30 yeah. it starts at 5 30 with not or without you i don't care if you got a ticket nope. you, you don't get in does not matter yeah and then you have to buy another ticket for, for 10 people bucks people like me who are try, who, who are punctual i love it <laughs> it's great they're very strict so you have to show up uh and again they're in different venues around lock haven park so get there early there's not gonna be any parking you should probably yeah. bike yeah you can get bike. there half hour early and then walk over or park at the hospital. It. If you do got to drive, if you got to drive from far, yeah. I'd say park at the hospital. It's just easier And that actually, way. people don't know this. If you do it during the weekday, get your ticket stamped at Credo Coffee, and you don't have to pay when you leave really? the parking garage. There you go. It pays to listen to the bus. There's <laughs> But yeah, so so get a program. I think the program is probably the easiest way to kind of go through and, and figure out what you want. They have yeah. an app. I just think the program's easier when you I got think something in your hand. It is, but then if you with the app, you don't have to run to the ticketing booth to True. get the ticket. You can just buy it with your phone and then show up. Yeah. Which is awesome. Have you been to some weird shows during Fringe, In the past? Brendan? Oh yeah. There's been a few that I wish I had been on illegal substances because <laughs> they're just so weird and wild. Was the strange? Do you remember the strangest? The strangest. One you went there to? Was, I don't remember the name of it. It was like space, <laughs> space DJs. It was so weird. It was like a children's show on acid. Really? And I wasn't on acid, <laughs> but I was just sweaty. We were running the bike valet. We used to do that every year at Fringe, where we just park and babysit people's bikes. I was just very dehydrated, completely out of it. Had had way too many beers at the green. Actually, if, if you guys don't know, it's a two-week-long beer garden. In the middle of Lockhaven Park. Which I think more people should hang out at. I'm really surprised. It's not just... It's a cheap beer outside, and it's beautiful. Yeah. So why wouldn't you spend two weeks in a beer garden? Maybe it's hot. Maybe some people just get hot. Go at night. True. It's so crazy. The best barbecue guy in the region, Jimmy Bear's Barbecue, is there. I have to say, this is not a sponsored segment. <laughs> I just love it that much yeah. that I'm willing to yeah. talk about it for half an hour. <laughs> I once saw a show, and I think she's back this year. It, it was something by... Uh, a performer named Pivira. Okay. I, I think she has a show, and I say she, and I could be wrong on that. Um, <laughs> That's Fringe. There's like a, it's like a back to the 90s dance party, but the one I saw, she was getting married, and I'll just say this, and I can say this on the radio because it's a medical term. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Lots of penises. Whoa! Tons of penises. Okay. During the during the show. It was a midnight show. It's a very penis-friendly venue. I, I knew what to expect. Event. And so uh, right. it's funny you say that, and I and I know I'm going to get made fun of because of this, but I once did a story on the amount of penises at the Fringe Festival, <laughs> I think two years ago. About how it, many you would see? There was just like a ton. Like There was like five or six shows where there was full frontal male nudity. Okay. And one of them was like a monkey show. It was about like these three guys, and they were, they were it was called like, Bear or something. I don't remember. But, but like acrobatic? No, no, no. They were they were all monkeys and they were acting like monkeys, but they were naked the entire Again, show. Again, if you're and... gonna do drugs in the next two weeks, <laughs> do it and then go to Fringe because yeah. it's crazy. But I've seen some great shows too. I wish I could think of all of them. Up, there was up one that head. there was this. I think it was a a girl from Montreal, and it was about an old man who steals the moon. 
because oh, he's lonely. It's called Moon, right? Yeah. I missed that one because it sold out. Best thing I've ever seen. It was really? very Cirque du Soleil. Is it, it was because it was puppets, Canadian? Canadian. Oh, Puppets. On. Like, the, the different things that she does. Like, this giant mask that she makes herself into the old man. And then and then when there's, like, long shots of, like, the man jumping out of off a roof to get the moon, it was like a puppet. It was just, it. Fl- I was floored. So cool. I saw a one a few years ago. I think Jeff Jones was the MC, and it was the Little Miss Fringe. Pageant. Yeah, sure. That was one of the first shows I saw here. So funny. It's, it's pretty so, funny. So so funny. Those always sell out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, check it out, Fringe. If you're nervous about doing the theater side, again, you could just do the green. That's what they call the lawn, the lawn of fabulousness. And then you're gonna get sucked into a show. Probably. Somehow. Everybody like wanders around. All these performers from all around the world are there just like drinking and having a good time and talking about their shows and like wearing weird outfits and drinking. I always drinking. feel bad when I have to tell them like I'm not going to go see their show. Like they'll come by and like try to get me. I'm like, no, no I'm good. I don't want to. Yeah. I feel like this is the first year in a long time where the projections aren't like taken over by like nerd theater, uh-huh. which is something I just have coined. Because <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, like, Legend of Zelda theme productions and or like nerdy burlesque stuff. Like there's a place for that, but I feel like in years past that's all it's been. Yeah. And I'm seeing a lot of really cool cutting edge stuff this year. I saw a lot of Logan Anderson's shows too. Logan is He's a so great. how would you describe Logan? A ball of gay wonderfulness. Yeah, there you fabulousness. Go. And uh I, I He's I also a to, sister of perpetual indulgence. I used to review some of the shows and and I would sort of get assigned to the ones that <laughs> The person who assigned him, Matt Palm. Matt Palm. I, I think he tried to make me uncomfortable at him. I really wasn't, but I think that was his like kind of goal. Well, on and the front, John, you look a little square. Yeah. Right. You look yeah. like a straight shooter. That doesn't mean I am. But you're kind of a freak. Yeah. Kind People of. don't know. People it's don't true. know. <laughs> so he did. He did a good job too. I don't know if he has any shows this year, but he's okay. usually around. I love Logan Donahue. Uh-huh. I go to anything he does. All right. Uh, yeah. So Fringe, check it out. So if you, if you actually also if you're scared of getting hot. There, this is the first time where they have this club fringe where if you pay 250 bucks for the two weeks, you get access to this air-conditioned lounge oh. with an, your own private bar. Really? Yeah, That's 250 bucks. There's a lot of people doing it. Uh, really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. For so check that out. For $150, I'll follow you around with a fan and bring you beers. <laughs> Short shorts. <laughs> All right. All right. So besides so Fringe. Besides Fringe, we had we had a little controversy earlier uh, this week. We just we had to talk about it again. I was out of town. Racism. When all of this happened. Right. So last week, we talked a little bit about this. So going back a little bit, uh, a, a, I think a former reporter, he might be a journalist still, David Porter is his name. He's got a blog. He started uh, sort of a campaign to get a Confederate statue out of Lake Eola Park. It's right there on, what road's it on? Summerlin, right? No. Uh, oh, I can never remember. It's right by the playground. Lake Eola. It's Johnny Eola. Reb, Eola they, Drive. Yeah. Eola Drive. Johnny Reb, they call this statue. It's been there for almost 100 years. And he started a campaign sort of in the wake of what's been Someone's going to yell at us. It was moved there from Magnolia. Okay. Someone's going to yell at us if we didn't say that. It yeah. wasn't in the exact spot for 100 years, but right. it might as well have been. So they so stop yelling some, at us, some people. issues in, in New Orleans lately. They've been removing statues. Right. I think they've removed three, and I think there's one more to go. There's been uh, like there's been Ku Klux-themed rallies. Yeah, up in Charlottesville. Uh, there was. They never said that. They said it was inspired by... Um, Sort of, it had the optics of a Klan rally. This was up they in were Charlottesville. Burning, they had burning torches and white was, robes. Yes. Like, 
it's a clan. Yeah. You're clan inspired. Like don't do don't tell me you're not. And to be fair to that one. If it walks like next, a duck and quacks like a duck. The next day there was another candle. It's a Ku Klux Klan member. Hundreds of people there sort of protesting the protesters. Anyway, back to Orlando. Yes. Where so, people also showed up with Confederate and I flags. Admit, I, I was out of town. Uh, I was at the beach when this all happened. Every time you leave, things. I know. This is this is why I don't leave Orlando. Bad <laughs> stuff happens. And so uh, there was some rallies at the at City Hall. Yes, and it was scary. What happened? It was that? scary. Were you there? Uh, I drove by. I was okay. going to park, and I was you're like, "No, nah, I don't want to." You stayed no. safe in your no. car. No, no, I'm a blogger. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let the seasoned reporters get rocks thrown at them. No, it was crazy. But the idea, the, the they had a meeting at City Hall that they they had a David Porter came to he he got on the City Council agenda to petition the city to take down the statue by June 12th, which is their city-sponsored Orlando Together Day, something-something togetherness. And we talked about this last week that I didn't think anything would happen within... I really didn't either. I I didn't either. That's a quick turnaround. But I guess guess since this is following on the tails of a 2015 petition, I guess they're just tired of defending a Confederate statue. Yeah. So they were like, all right, the mayor had everybody speak... I guess it was very impassioned. All the commissioners had their say. Uh, some some for moving it, some for not moving it, some... Haven't decided yet. Haven't decided yet because they want to run for an office eventually, so they just didn't say it out loud. Um, and the mayor just said, okay, executive decision, we're moving it and to I, Greenwood Cemetery. From what I gather, from what I read that, that Mayor Dyer wrote and what I read in the editorial in the Orlando Sentinel, it seems like... The mayor made a kind of a diplomatic decision saying, we're, we're going to move it. We're not going to get rid of it. We're going to restore it. Yep. And we're going to put it somewhere where it could be honored more so than Lake Yellow Park. Right. I saw. I, I think he sort of walked a fine line to say, mm. you know, you're not going to be happy because we're going to, you know, sort of keep it. You're not going to be happy because yeah. we're moving it. No, he's like a go out and shoot a gator, make your boots kind of guy. He so totally I, I'm is. not like surprised. Actually, we when we recorded the episode there with him in the mayor's office, he had like a chair that made out of a gator that he killed himself. Totally weird tangent, but yeah, he he went on record as saying is that he sees it as a war memorial versus a testament to racism. So, Brenda, did he make the right decision? Ah, <laughs> uh, I would have liked to have seen something along the lines. I said this last time. Uh, like with the girl in front of the Wells Fargo bowl. Yeah. Uh, like something to like change the context of it. So put a, a, a union soldier there or some sort of African-American icon of Orlando next Underneath to it. it, like he's standing on the backs of people. Uh, I, sh- I think it could have been a really powerful way to like own up to our history with th- without putting it aside. Uh-huh. Um I'm glad it's going somewhere. I actually just went right before we started recording this. I went over to uh, the cemetery to see where they might put it. Yeah, what did you see there? Uh, it's kind of sad. The cemetery? Yeah, well, I went to cemetery. the Greenwood Greenwood First Cemetery. Off. Yeah, so of course it's not like an uplifting <laughs> but place. But it's old. It's an old cemetery. It's old. A couple hundred years old, right? 150, yeah. a little more. Um, Maybe a little more. There's a that. whole Confederate corner. I took some photos. I wanted to be respectful. As much as you can be of the Confederate corner, I will say we'll that. Be so, putting that on our on so our website. I know Don Price pretty well. I, I've taken some tours. Don He's Price the, is the sextant. 
I don't um, know if that's his official title still. It might be. Okay. I, he was a city historian. I think he retired from that. He might still be the sexton. And so uh, he, he knows all Orlando history, all about the cemetery. He can tell you everything about it. Uh, if I remember this story correctly, that part of the cemetery was sort of lost for a long time. And I think some students did some, like, sonar or radar or whatever you want to call it and found that section and then sort of brought it back. Now, I could be totally wrong and Don might tweet me. I think they've just marked it because when I was there, you can see orange, like fluorescent orange spray paint on the ground marking where there, what I assume there are graves, unmarked graves. Yeah. Uh, And again, very haphazard, nothing like regimented, like there's no grid work in this in this cemetery. In the there older were, parts, it just seems were, like you just fill in gaps. There were gravestones though, with the cem- the Confederate section. A lot right? of them are, okay. but these spots that have been marked by fluorescent paint, there's no marker. And maybe there's a possibility, and I I don't know. Maybe they found more, and they're they're maybe are they fixing them, or I maybe. don't know. We're gonna have to find out. But it was interesting. And so if we do a story on it, which I kind of am feeling like we need to, uh, I'll look into that. I will say, if you ever do get a chance, Don does a fantastic tour of Greenwood Cemetery once a month. It's at night. I don't know. I want to say it's the second Friday. I can never remember. It books up in like a day. It does, but it's it's totally worth it. He, like I said, he takes you around at night. It's not haunted. It's not spooky. He, he tells does you do a spooky Halloween tour. Well, then. yeah, he yeah. does a little bit, but yeah. he but he tries to make it more about the history of Orlando, the history of our city, and he likes to tell people that you know a lot, everybody thinks Orlando doesn't have a history. We're all from somewhere else. So but, much. But he likes. But he but he sort of disputes that and says no. There has been people. There's been people here for you know, 100, 200 years, and, and they're buried here, and their stories are here. And so he's fantastic at it. So if you ever get a chance, go see that tour. I love it. I'm hoping one day we can do a tiny tourist of it, which is the Facebook Live series that we're doing with Jenny DeWitt. And if I know if I know Don, I think he would allow that because he one of his things is, you know, cemeteries aren't supposed to be where people go to die. It's where we sort of go to remember the living, and there's right. stories there, and it's like a, it's a living place. Well, in Victorian times... When before like pre-public parks that's where people went and had like mm-hmm. picnics and gathered you went to the graveyard because it was really the only green space left um and you don't see that it's just it just looked really sad I, i'd love to see something happen uh some sort of like day of the dead come in work day and sweep off the graves like, yeah I, I swept off well, you can see the, the dirt sure, under my I'm fingernails. Sure some of those graves, though, you know, if your family has all passed away and there's just nobody to take care yeah, of it. Yeah, but that's, don't you think, like, maybe as a community we should, like... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's the job of the cemetery to do that or not. Like, to take I don't know care either. The, it's, the it looks like there's stones. one guy and then, like, a maintenance crew, right? Uh-huh. So I'm sure it's not. But it'd be interesting to open it up because I think there's enough people out there that care mm. that might come in and replace janky old flowers or sweep off gravestones. I don't know. Anyway, it's just it's it was an interesting visit. I'm, I'm glad I got to go. Something good came out of Yeah, you this should go back to the tour. The vehicle. Totally worth it. Yeah. So, let's up something uplifting. What do you got? Acrocats. Acrocats. <laughs> Speaking of the venue, we're here at the venue recording our show uh, in honor of Fringe because right. this is one of the venues, but Black Venue. The last time I saw the Acrocats they were here at the venue, here but they're the coming back. They're coming back. It's like a, it's literally a circus of cats. <laughs> yes, that do tricks. They like play musical instruments. Oh, it's amazing. They they walk on balls. They <laughs> they do balance things. It it. I think the woman <laughs> has. I can't remember her name off the top of my head, 
But she tours the country. She's been doing this. She for doesn't years. have a name. We're here for the cats. No, Let's talk. She rescued. I, I believe she rescued a bunch of these cats and trained them to do all these things. Yeah. And she had one like main cat. And I, I want to say it passed away recently. Oh. I think its name was Tuna. I could be wrong on that. Okay. You Google me and check me on that. But she started with one, and then That's it sort of became this big thing. And now she tours all around the country in a in a in a bus that looks just like a cat. It looks like they enjoy it. Oh, they love it. They love, it. and they get fed. They have clickers. It's a whole show. We shared a video. You can see the video. They're I actually wish you the. I've shared my video. <laughs> I did a video on this about I'm two a little, years ago. First, that Sentinel. I'm a little nervous about sharing Sentinel content. But it's Sentinel on YouTube. They, you can't stop that. You don't have to. <laughs> it was fun though. It's a fun I'm show. I'm always nervous. It's a fun show. I'm just waiting for the Sentinel to bring down the hammer on us. They day. want the clicks though. You think? I'll no, just, they want the. I'll clicks. just give them a. If it's on YouTube, you can embed it. I'll That's send a courtesy rules. email. But it's it's at where where's the Acrocats at? M E Theater. So I had to Google this. I've never heard of it before. It's at a La Quinta Inn, <laughs> on uh, by the Florida Mall. Like I looked which at the is address. not really our coverage area. But come on, like, if you guys are mad at me, I don't care. It's a circus of cats. I'm yeah. going to write about it. I know people were sharing it when they saw Acro Cats. Oh, it's going crazy right now. People yeah. are share- clicking the heck out of that story. <laughs> click, click, click. So <laughs> June 11th to the 16th, six days of cat circus fantasticness. That's like three weeks from now. 22 bucks. It's worth it. It is yeah. completely worth it. It's all it. going to trained rescue cats. What's wrong with you people? <laughs> Get out there now. I bet people come in costume. Is it going to rain? Are we going to get blown away by you a know, storm here? It rains every year for Fringe. It's and true. Even though we're in a drought, I guarantee that this is the rain dance that Orlando needed we need rain, to break though. the drought. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't be mad. I'm not going to be mad. You hear me, Storm? Bring it. <laughs> Krakow, lightning. <laughs> so we'll come back. Oh, I don't know. What else can we talk about really quick? There's a poutine festival happening on, oh, you're finally, on the 22nd. Finally, the poutine festival. <laughs> Did they do this last year? They did, and I was a judge because I'm a great judger of things. Because you're Canadian. Okay, and I'm say, also Canadian. Let's just say why you were picked. <laughs> From the waist down. <laughs> I'm Canadian. Uh, what does that mean? I, I don't, don't know. know what that means. I got hockey feet. Oh, okay. I, I don't, though. I'm awful at hockey. <laughs> Super gay. Uh, yeah, so it's Christine Manieri from Orlando Date Night Guide. Fayez Kara from Orlando Weekly. He's their food critic. Yep. Uh, have banded together, Wonder Twins Unite. A Captain Canadian, if you will. Captain Canadians. <laughs> Your uh, forces combined. They've invited a bunch of like amazing chefs. They're going to take over the garden behind K Restaurant and cook up poutine. You when pay. is this? It's on the 22nd, Victoria okay. Day. Oh, coming up. Which is a big Canadian Canadian holiday, Victoria Day, in what honor you, of Her Majesty. Still, she's, she, how long... Queen really? Victoria. Celebrate that? That's what they told us. That's what they. T- I I do what the Queen tells me to do. <laughs> I have a healthy respect for queens. <laughs> uh, and it's thirty bucks, but you get to eat and drink and be all merry. the pu- poutine you can eat. All the poutine, poutine. Are you going to be a judge this year? Yeah, I am a judge again. Oh, do you want to come? Maybe you're invited. Am I? Yeah, I should probably ask Fias and, and no, Kristen. done. You're my date. They have okay. to take you. All right. All right. I'll see you guys there. Sounds good. So K Restaurant May. 20, what day did you say? 22nd. Okay. And we, when we come back after the break, we'll uh, tell you all about some more headlines and all the hot events happening this weekend. All right. Welcome. 
Welcome back to Bungalow and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And I'm Brendan O'Connor from Bungalow.com. And we are talking all about all the Bungalow neighborhoods. Downtown Orlando, College Park, Winter Park. Sodo. Audubon Park. Whoa. College no Park. Say Sodo. Winter Hodo, Park. Wodo. Mojo. Hodor. <laughs> <laughs> all of those places. That's what we're talking about. But right now we are at the venue on Virginia Drive recording our show because it is the Fringe Festival this week. I love the Fringe Festival. It's gigantic. It's uh-huh. a two-week marathon of all things Fringe Theater. Yeah. And so we're here chatting about that. And uh, we just wanted to sort of give a shout out to it. And uh, so we're just outside. You might be able to hear the cars behind us whizzing by. It started yesterday, Thursday. It's uh, going strong this weekend. And next weekend. And next weekend, you could probably find me pass out in a bush in Lockhaven Park. You really have no excuse to not go to the Fringe Festival because it goes forever. So many people have not been. I under, I know. I didn't go for like three years when I lived. Like the first Why? three. I don't know. I think part of it was I didn't understand it. About what it was? I didn't understand what it was and how it worked. Okay. And Let's now, say it again in case people are just tuning in. So you got to get a button. You get a button for 10 bucks. You buy a button. That's it. Just, that money goes to the festival. To the to one of the venues and say, I need a button. In Lockhaven Park. Button. Yeah. And then you have to have your button all the time. And then you choose a play and you have to, you pay for your ticket and you go see the play. Yeah, and you can buy your tickets on, on a phone. You yeah, can, buy you can do it on the app online, OrlandoFridge.org, yeah. or uh, just in person. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and the venues are all over Lockhaven Park and the surrounding areas. Like I said, we're at the venue, which is on Virginia. St. Matthew's Tavern. Shakespeare Theater, the Repertory Theater, the the all the theaters. All the theaters. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then there's a kids festival on the weekend, Kids Fringe, which is super fun. Everybody should go to that. So, yeah, Orlando Fringe. Lots of fun. Other, actually, just up the street on the 24th, M-Bar is opening. M-Bar. Have you heard about these guys? No. It's that major investments building it took oh, over. M. I keep thinking yeah. you say M, <laughs> M, like Ember downtown. M. Ooh, I wonder if that's a play, like Ember. I don't think M-Bar. so. I think it is. M, M-Bar. M-Bar. It's so a rooftop it called- rooftop bar named after uh, Mr. Major. Okay. It's this Australian millionaire. What was there before? Anything? Uh, it was like a health thing. I can't remember. That's right. Um, and this is on on Ivanhoe or Orange. Orange, yeah. Orange Ave on the left hand side, the west side. Oh, if you're going on north, which way you're going. Yeah, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, across kinda, a better than sex. Kind of by that skate shop. Kind of by the junior leagues thrift store. Yeah, so two it's stories. three stories. Three stories. So it's a two story building with a rooftop bar. So the rooftop bar is the third story. There's cars, classic cars on the bottom. He, it's really like offices for his local people. And then there's a whole floor to store his cars. And then recently it was just announced that that storage room is now at an event venue. So you can rent it for your whatever derby parties and party around his (laughs) these like amphiba car. There's an amphiba car in there. And yeah, he's got like weird old school 007 gorgeous cars. Awesome. That you can like get drunk around. And then a bar upstairs. And then a bar on the top. Third floor, there's like a glass elevator, Willy Wonka style, to get to the third level. Um, Have you a- been there ADA yet, accessible. I haven't. I'm actually like not on their press list. How come? I don't know. I think I've emailed them too many times. Oh. They're <laughs> just not interested in becoming. I'll see if I can get us there. All right. I'd like to do a tour. Okay. Okay. Uh, whether it's on Facebook or wherever. Opens the 24th. Opens the 24th. We should also mention this week Ace Cafe opens. Yeah. The 19th, which is Saturday. Saturday, Friday, it opens this week. This weekend, it's a multiple day event. Downtown Orlando, we that's, talked about this last week, it's gonna but be huge. That's gonna be huge for Orlando. Yeah. I've already seen like we drove by it on I four, and uh, 
packed. Cars, everybody was there already. And they were saying it's, it, they think it's going to bring 400,000 visitors downtown. I believe it. If you look at where people are hanging out now on their bikes, you see people like just going to barbecues at uh, Harley Davidson just yeah. off the interstate. It's, and it's just like a parking lot party. This is like a legit entertainment complex. Uh-huh. For a huge industry. With with actual food there and kitchens and wait staff and bars. Close and enough coffee. to Daytona that these people, and right next to the interstate, people are just going to like peel over. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be huge for downtown. So that opens this weekend. I think we're going to get a little preview this week, hopefully. All right. Get in there, John Bostecker. I will. <laughs> Together. All right. Um, thrift stores. Thrift. You want to talk about thrift stores? Thrift stores. Virginia Drive. We're in Ivanhoe vintage. Village, which is like the vintage hotspot for Orlando. True. Uh, let's do like a. Let's. I want to know how many there are. What are these? What are all these vintage spots around I've here? Seen a bunch kind of pop up. There's one down the road here called Echoes of Retro. Echoes of Retro, which we haven't been in yet, and I apologize. Yeah, and we will get there soon. Yeah, I keep going and looking in this Confederate stuff. I should be looking <laughs> at local shops. You're going uh, too vintage. Too vintage. You need to come into this century. How dare I? There's also. Up the street. What's the one around the corner? It just Horizons opened up. Horizons Vintage. Horizons Vintage. That's new. I drove by it on the way here. It's over where the old, the Trevi Pasta closed down. It's like right next to that. We did a bundle coupon for them. For so the- all the bundle people out there, it's, we send out coupons to people, vouchers to uh, to our subscribers. And and the, I should mention the Echoes of Retro is over kind of across the street from Nora's, Sugar Shack, and... Uh, Santiago's Bodega, sort right. of in there. So you'll see it. And then there's Carousel Emporium, which is on Alden yes. by the Lock Haven Community Center, now the Ballet Building. Yes. Which is great. That's like multiple vendors in there. A&H Antiques, right on Orange Avenue. So many. Uh, with the huge warehouse out back, which I think is going to get shaved off for that new Broadstone Lake House development. Um, I wrote about Orlando Vintage few weeks back right opening in college park they're I moving over from winter park open now or close to close it. close to I, I feel like we just got their grand opening announcement all right uh but we can't write about you three times orlando <laughs> vintage. you already got two stories out of us you glutton uh what else is vintage there's a lot there's 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 a bunch in audubon park as well i feel like if you want something old and funky you can find it here in orlando yeah mostly here in uh, in Ivanhoe Village. I see Michael Wanzi right now. <laughs> He's coming over. Oh, no. Possibly to say hello. We only have two microphones. All right. Well, he's making his way. He's okay. a little slow. We're also, we could talk about that new coffee shop. <laughs> we are doing our podcast. <laughs> no, we're fine. All right. Hey, Wanzi. How are you? Wanzi, you here for Orlando Friends? I wish I could say what is on his T-shirt, but I can't. Yes, you can. No, I can't. No, no, please He's don't. He's so gay, he poops rainbows. Oh, how you doing? I'm just too good for words. John, how are you? Pretty good. We're excited to see your show. Are you? When are you going to see it? When is it? <laughs> yeah, see how you are? Wanzi uh, with a Z, my life story. Opens uh, Friday the 19th at uh, 845 in the Orange Venue. Orange Venue. That's the big venue in the Shakes. The Shakes, yes. Oh, my gosh. You always get that big venue. Well, I do. And you fill it up. I do, yes. (laughs) Is your show a a tragedy, a comedy? Is it a musical? There are um, three songs in it, but it's not a musical. Um, (laughs) It's my life story. It's mostly funny, although... um, I came out of the theater after our press preview to find the lobby full of people literally weeping. So I was a little. Um, wow. Yes. Um, 
like two days later, Matt Palm comes up to me and hugs me and is teary-eyed over it. And it seems to be having a very visceral effect on a lot of people. Uh, Brendan wasn't going to go see it, but now he's going to go see it. <laughs> I'm totally going. No, I'm just I'm kidding. going. Wait, Wanzi, didn't you just start a podcast? Um, I, I got a little delayed because I had a little health issue and landed okay. in the hospital. And oh, my gosh. I was out of Cirque for a month, but I'm about to in a... In about two weeks, I think. Where can people find it when it's ready? Yeah, I've already done my first couple of interviews. My first one is with Jim and Moira. That's it's in the can from uh, 104.1. Okay. I've been on with them for 18 years now, so. So they can people can just tune into 104.1. No. Which they are, yeah, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> for yours, apparently. <laughs> a lot of good. My 18 years there has done me. You guys walk in and say out the street like two damn hobos and you're on the air. We were wearing short shorts when we yeah, knocked on the door. That yeah, that, that's all you got to yeah, do. Jack's an easy mark. <laughs> right. He likes me. We yeah. were just talking about vintage places in Ivanhoe Village. Yes, what about them? Where, where's your favorite place? If you're going to go vintage shopping, where are you going to go? Oh, goodness. I don't know. Deja Vu was always good. And, uh-huh. um, uh, Barb. I, uh, it's not Ivanhoe yeah, with a Barb. Yeah. No, no, no. That she's not deja vu. <laughs> oh, that was no, um, she's odds and ends. Odds and ends. Yes. My and bad. I bought a table from that woman. Yeah. It's, it might have been mine. <laughs> Honest to God, I gave her some furniture on consignment, and she sold it and never paid me. And then I saw it in a window on Park Avenue. Oh, Honest that to poor God. thing. I'm not lying. <laughs> no, I tell the truth. All right, um, we're going to get back to our show. I have another friend show, if you're right, interested. Wanzi's Two Men Trapped in Women's Bodies, which opens tomorrow night. But you can't get tickets for that show because it's sold out already. The first show to sell out at the Fringe. Whoa! Right, congratulations. Congratulations. But you come see Wanzi with a Z. It's, uh, but in case I die before you get to hear it from me, you'll know my life. We're knocking All on right. wood. Wanzi with I'm a gonna, Z. I'm going to try to come see it. OrlandoFringe.org. All right. Thanks. Thank you so much, Wanzi. Thanks, Michael Wanzi. All right, where were we? Wanzi.com. <laughs> we were talking about M-Bar Par- yeah. You know what else we need to talk about is Paramount just sold Paramount's Paramount. on Lake, Lake Eola So Paramount's where Publix is at downtown right? Uh, yeah it's that okay. same building So they actually bought the building So Publix is now a, has a new Owner Okay. Landowner They are a tenant for a new owner All right. Yeah so it'll be interesting to see what that means Because uh, with a new owner can come new leases. This place was always kind of expensive to live in anyway, right? I assume. I mean, they're like condo. They were condos. They might be apartments now, but I think at the height of the, you know, the housing boom, right. those were like super expensive. They condos. didn't get all the units. Apparently, there's like over 300, and they got 260. Ah. Uh, I don't know. It's just interesting to watch. I think the, I think a lot of people are nervous that it might be following the trend of people who just bought like 55 West, which 55 West was probably the most affordable residential tower downtown. Yeah. Uh, now with this new buyer, it looks like they're going to try to make it a little more luxe. Okay. In quotation marks, which means higher rent. Yeah. Uh, which could potentially happen at Paramount too. Right. Okay. I would live in a nice, super fancy loft if I had lots of money if there was a grocery store underneath True. It. No, very true. You right? ever park in that grocery store and not go grocery stopping? No, I'm afraid. Nah, me too. I live in fear. <laughs> <laughs> I always think they're going to tow my car, although I don't think they would tow. They could. I mean, they could. I don't want to be that guy. And but what if you a smart car if you tow it and just like fall to apart? buy something and then just left your car there for a few hours? Is, is that? I can't do it. They, I know someone's watching. That, that Publix, I, so I used to live downtown, and that Publix... It used to be like this, like hip Publix, because they always played the best 80s new wave music in there. <laughs> and now, now like other Publix do, they have diff- they they used to have like 
different soundtracks at the other publics, but the one downtown, they'd always play like Depeche Mode and the Talking Heads and New Order. And I'd be like, where am I? I want to know like how many people got married after meeting at that Publix. Yeah. It always seems it's like the hot jogger people. Oh, there's some good looking people that right? go to that Publix. Because they all live downtown. Ourselves included, but. <laughs> no, I'm always like the dumpy guy. I always, I go in there and I'm like buying stuff in the produce aisle and everyone's looking at me like, what are you doing here? <laughs> you should be at the Colonial Town Publix. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How dare you come here, you ugly you? That's what I. That's that, how I that feel. Publix is a little trashy, though. It the is. one on Colonial, a little bit. I on like Shine that. and Colonial. When that you one's go, a little rough. When you go to the one at Paramount, you're like, "This is gorgeous." I might as well be at Fresh well, Market. Well, let's, uh, let's be fair. Now, the Winter Park Village one is the is the nice one <laughs> of all is. the Publix in town. I just went to the new Whole Foods there. Okay, no, that's nice too, which well, is oh. great. Oh my gosh, somebody. Sorry, this is weird tangent. Somebody wrote <laughs> in two weeks after that opened. Uh, complaining, we have this Ask Bungalower co- column where people will just write in with a question, we investigate it, we come up with the answer and post a whole column. And you get your name in there, so if you got a question, let us know. Yeah, Ask and Bungalower. So this this one was from a girl asking about why the lobby smells like fish. Ask Bungalower. And it was like Is a it? long, like a whole huge email. The but lobby? Like these multiple times. Every time she goes in to Whole Foods and it just reeks just of fish. Just the lobby or the just whole place. Just the lobby. It's like, I don't know. And that's not news, like they lady. They sell fresh fish there, perhaps. <laughs> Maybe they spilt something. Like, I'm not going to investigate this. Maybe she smells like fish. <laughs> and it just, Aww. like, encloses in on her. Oh, that poor I'm woman. Just saying. <laughs> it's a possible theory. Maybe she's married to a merman. I got a question for you. I haven't asked Bungalower. Ask. When was the last time you, you, when were you at that Winter Park Whole Foods? Like, how long ago? Like Two month? weeks ago. Okay. So there's the Whole Foods, right? There's the Nordstrom's Rack, right? And there's a building they're building right in front. Uh-huh. What's that building? I don't know. I have no idea. It's like it looks bordering like on not our beat. All right, right? It's almost Maitland, right True. there. Uh, so I tend not to write about it. Oh yeah. I know, but that's like a block that's closer. You. So you stop at. Uh, I just feel people get so mad. When, yeah. we, when we venture outside our borders. Well, tell them to relax and you run Bungalow. Speaking of relax, I thought I was going to have to tell people to like settle down after I writing thought you were the story. Tell me a Frankie goes to Hollywood <laughs> thing there. <laughs> no. Speaking of relax, don't do it. Uh, relax. Drag queen story hour? Drag queen. This is not a new concept to the world. No, it's like coming from where? San Francisco. San Francisco. But yes, you San know Francisco. What happens there. <laughs> I don't know. It stays there. <laughs> but there's drag queens reading stories at the downtown public library on June 12th as part of uh, the Pulse huh. Memorial stuff that's happening all, right. all over. So 530. It's, I think it's so cool. What are they going to read? They haven't said yet. Okay. It's going to be like an anti-bullying. Oh, okay mindfulness thing that's good yeah right yeah no How, totally. I, I, i'm really surprised it's happening here like we're very progressive as orlando as a whole um but i just really never could picture that happening here well the library is supposed to be a spot where you, you know you learn and, and, you, and you are introduced right? to new concepts and you know, that's what it's there for. It's a public space. I think it's very cool. I think it's definitely like RuPaul's Drag Race related. Uh-huh. Like it's it's in people's living rooms now. You don't have to be scared of it. True. To Wong Fu. Do you have a list of who's going to be reading? Do you know? No, they haven't said any don't of the names. Yet? They don't know what the books are yet. Uh, I asked they're going to let us know as soon as they have it. Uh but that's and it's coming up soon, so they better hurry up. Do you have any idea like the history of this? Like is it is it to just introduce 
people and kids to just what this is at an earlier age? Yeah, because okay. before before you are programmed to hate things that are different. Yeah, this is part of like an effort to just get people just to show people are people. Yeah, it's just a guy in a wig. Uh-huh. Drag is fun. It's nothing to be scared of. Totally true. Right. Especially if you like the Fringe Festival. Yeah. Drag is fun. Right. Or like, it's like Hamburger Mary's, right? Hamburger Mary's, it's food out of a box. It's pretty good. But it's it's an entryway for people to get to know cross-dressers. Yeah. yeah. Get to know drag performers. Because uh, you, you're not, a lot of people aren't going to go to Parliament House true right even though i've got some great events coming up <laughs> that are happening there and actually since we're talking about pulse there's also this call as part of this movement called 49 bells i've seen this um it's locally rooted what's the one orlando alliance yes dot yeah. org uh mothers of pulse victims who are trying to get churches around the world to ring their bells 49 times at noon on june 12th so if you want to if you your church that you go to your place of worship has some bells you can sign up Ring your bell. Sounds good. Yeah, you can ring my bell. I think they're also doing some other events where they're trying to get people to volunteer. Have you heard about this? Yeah, it's like a day of kindness. So there's like a giving back volunteerism kind of aspect to it. And you can go, I think, just Google uh, One Orlando Day and you should be able to find it. We've written about it and where you can sign up. You can see like volunteering opportunities or if you have an opportunity that you'd like people to sign up for, there's like a whole database. Is one there, stop okay, shop. I was going to ask, is there one sort of spot where you can kind of see everything? So yeah. And I just can't remember the name of the website, but we have it. If you type in one Orlando day or bungalow or it should come up. So we don't have a lot of time, but there's a whole bunch of events happening this weekend that are not fringe related. What? Uh, tweaked Fest. What is it? Tweaked Fest. Tweaked Fest. Uh, oh, there's a motorcycle. Hey, Virginia Drive. This is what happens when you're when you're recording outside. On Sounds Virginia like Chili Drive. Fest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tweaked Fest is at Ten Ten Brewing. It's like our coffee beer menu. Oh, like like uh, Buzz Beer from yeah, the Drew Carey Drew Show. Carey show. <laughs> there's actually going to be a brewery downtown that's like a coffee. Sh- it's coffee roasting plus a brewery. We didn't even talk about the coffee place. Brooklyn Coffee's open. Oh, we we'll talk about it too. There you go. It's a coffee restaurant. Restaurant Ash. Uh, Ashley Nickel has vacated the premises, and it is now a coffee shop. It's called Brooklyn Coffee, but it's owned by a Brazilian. And it may last longer than propagation. We'll see. <laughs> um, as long as they don't talk about their Yelp reviews, <laughs> we should be fine. Uh, <laughs> That's a little inside joke. <laughs> event-wise, our, our Orlando, the uh, Pulse-related art show, is going to be at Manello. That opens tonight, Friday, they- but you can be able to see it all weekend. What's that show? What is it? Yeah, like, what are it's they? like for people who did the wrap, the wrap around the Pulse Memorial, like the yeah. Pulse uh, yeah, yeah. nightclub, that fence wrap. All of those artists are now participating in the show and it's showing like other art that they've done. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's five different artists. I can't name all of them, but they're pretty good. Uh, Snap Orlando has a documentary filmmaking workshop, 10 a.m. on Saturday at their Mills location. I thought that was pretty cool. Just learn how to make learn how documentary to make documentary films. films. Okay, yeah, and I think we need more of that. We need some more storytellers here in Orlando. I'm trying, right? I'm tired of hearing what John I don't has have to any say. Time. <laughs> I'm doing radio shows. I'm hosting meetings. <laughs> brag, brag, brag. Uh, there's the Accidental Music Festival Marathon. It's going to be like an all day long concert in Soto. You know, I've read about. I, I don't really understand the concept of this. Do you? Uh yeah. When he so started it, this. Chris. Um, phase it out on his last name chris 
He just Chris, <laughs> like Madonna. He held uh, a pop-up music festival in Urban Rethink, which was the first co-working space in Orlando. And I worked there. I was their event director, or coordinator, whatever it was. What happened to Urban Rethink? Hey, clown. Way to go, Brendan. You're welcome, Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> Great programs you had there. I know. I'm just kidding. Oh, I don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> I'm just really sad. But so it's just it was like a pop up music festival. So this is and it just kind of happened by chance, which is where that name Accidental Music Festival happened came from. He also is now the director of the Tamuqua White House Foundation. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's got some real pull. Beautiful, great symphonic stuff is happening. That's at Soto all day. I think it starts at one PM. Check it out. There's Beer America which is that beer festival. I think it's an Orlando weekly event at Gaston Edwards yes, Park. Yes. So just up the street, it's a hundred different beers, uh, $35 to get in. I think it's 55 for VIP. Just don't do the VIP. I'm not a huge beer. Fest VIP guy. I do? like beer. I just don't I like the like, people at a beer I feel festival. Like I can get every kind of beer I want anywhere now. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. You can. And then you don't have to talk to anyone. I know. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, but if you like public drunkenness, true, then this is for you. Beer America, gas. Beer America, go go to it. He shed. Sh- <laughs> it's too hard. He shed. She shed. Show <laughs> is that Redigers? It's a tiny house and shed exhibit. Nice at the Redigers space. I think that sounds awesome. It's totally free. Go see how people can pimp out their sheds. I think there's. A, uh, this is going off track here. I think there's a free concert downtown this weekend. Like by you know how they do those free concerts. Oh. I'm pretty sure there is one. Look it up on your phone while I, I talk. Oh, my phone's so slow. Life. Oh, well, I'll try. All right. I, I want to say it's 38 special, but I could be totally wrong. The Dinner Party Project is having a summer hustle dance party at 1010 West Church Street, 8 p.m. Uh, Tito's and Red Bull, super fun. You can just dance your night away. Etsy. Tito's and Red Bull? So you, oh, I know. Right. It's like that heart attack cocktail yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> but they're the sponsors. I don't think you have to, you have to drink both of them. You got to drink. 10 Red Bulls to get in. <laughs> uh, Etsy. There's an Etsy festival at the Alafaya Library. You can learn how to do your own Etsy page, and you can shop. That's 2 to 4 at the Alafaya Library. Lady Bunny. RuPaul's, like, best friend. Her hair is, like, halfway to Jesus. She's she's RuPaul. All right. I don't have TV. Just a giant old drag queen. She's awesome. Uh, 8 p.m. Parliament House. She's got these hot male dancers from Tampa. You want to see some dances? All right, so I don't think it's 38 special, but it's a band like it, it's. I, I can't find it. My phone's too slow. But there's a free concert downtown. Free concert downtown. It's got to be Saturday. Yeah. Maybe it's Friday, and no, that's Saturday. why I didn't include that's it. Saturday. All right, and then Sunday, 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 uh, Pine Street Market. The City Arts Factory is going to start doing a quarterly street market with local artisans. Cool. I wanna. I don't want to call them out or nothing. <laughs> but you're going. But this to. happened right after our night bazaar. <laughs> so, uh, guys, if you're gonna copy, you can at least chip your hat at the people you're copying from. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Quarterly though, that's awesome. That's cool. I wish them the best. Do I don't. You? I don't see any uh, any fancy cocktails available though. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta we don't go. Have any time. All right, that's it. Come to the Fringe Festival. Come to the Fringe Festival. Check out bungalower.com for our events. Thanks for listening. See you next week.